Welcome everybody who's listening into our service this morning. Baie welkom vir allemaal wat hier is. Die Heere is hier teenwoordig. Ons het ons kers aangesteek. The light of God of this candle represents the presence of God this morning. And our commencing word comes from Paul when he writes in Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Romeine 5 vers 1 is ons aanvangswoord. God het ons dan nou vrygespreek dat ons gloe. Daarom is daar nou vrede tussen ons en God dier ons Heere Jesus Christus. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. So we live in the dispensation of peace and therefore we also share that peace and grace with each other. And this morning it's my privilege to bless you with the peace of the Lord, our God, who loves us dearly. So ontvang vanmorgen, lieve broers en sisters, die sien wat kom van onze Heere Jesus Christus, die genade wat van hom afkom, en boe alles die vrede wat hy vir jou en my gee. The peace of God be with you, the grace of God through Jesus Christ, and the continuous presence of the Holy Spirit be with you. May you have peace. Amen. Amen. So I wish we could sing along with Andres, but luckily we can listen and follow the words and maybe sing it along in our hearts. When we start with this beautiful hymn about becoming still before God, receptive, where we find rest in our souls. We run around the whole week, we're so busy with a lot of things, and luckily we can come here and say, God, give me your peace. I become still. Deep mooi om stil te wees, om rust by God te vind. Kom ons luister dan. As we are here still and open, receptive before God, we can also dedicate ourselves 
to this beautiful God. Da was iemand wat een boek geskryf het met die titel God is mooi en dit is, dit is die God by wie ek en jy kan kom sit, ook as ons nou onszelf en om gaan toewaai. En om ons te begeleid in hierdie toewaai lees ek vir ons Psalm 86 vers 15. From this psalm, Psalm 86 verse 15, we read the following. U Heere, is een barmhartige en een genadige God, langmoedig, vol liefde en trouw. But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. So we come to this God, this God full of mercy, the God who is faithful, the God who will never turn his face away from you and me. And therefore, we can offer him a love song this morning. We can always come to him. It doesn't matter where we are. Of jy nou, waar is in jou leven, fysies, maar ook geestelik of emotioneel. As jy denk, oh, ek is ver van die Heere af, jy maak die saak nie. Net die ander roep van sy naam maak jou weer aanvaarbaar en in sy teenwoordigheid. So we gonna listen to actually a confession of faith, but it's actually a love song from us to God, because this God is our loving God. My Jesus, I love thee. I know you are mine. For there for all the follows, follies of my sins and my madness, you accept me over and over again. This is the gist of this love song. So dit word ons beleidings vanmorgen, dan luister ons as Andries vir ons sing, Heer Jesus, ek het u lief. Jesus, I can't. 
Himmelse Vader, dankie dat hierdie wete dat u ons altijd kom soek en dat u ons altijd kry en dat ons altijd bij u welkom is en dat niks ons van die liefde kan skyn dat al hierdie dinge voor ons zo so groot is en zo so wonderlijk is dat ons vandaag onszelf op een nieuwe manier aan u bent. Dankie dat ons ook weer vanmorgen uit die Bijbel kan lees en dat ons saam daar kan dink en ons vraag Heere dat u vir ons daardoor sal inspireer Heavenly Father Your love and kindness and grace invites us into the palm of your hands and this is a wonderful place for us to be a place of rest, a place of acceptance, where we experience kindness and goodness. While we read from your word this morning, we humbly ask that you bless us. We are open to receive the message you want to bring to us, and we want this message to inspire us, to guide us, and to give us hope. Here we are, your children, open to receive your word. Amen. So from Exodus chapter 32, we read this whole narrative about the golden calf. So ek gaan dit in, in Afrikaans en Engels vir ons lees. Toe die volk sien dat Mooses lang weg bly en nie van die berg afkom nie, het hulle na Aaron toegegaan. Hulle het vir hom gesê, Maak vir ons een God wat ons kan lei. Ons weet nie wat van hierdie man Mooses geword het wat ons uit Egypte weggelei het nie. Aaron het toe vir hulle gesê, Haal jylle vrouwen, en seens en dochters sy gouwe ringe van hulle oore af en bring dit hier vir my. Amal van die volk het toe die gouwe ringe afgehaal en dit vir Aaron gebring. Aaron het dit by hulle gevat 
dit gesmeld en daarvan een kalf gemaakt wat uit goud gegiet is. Die volk sê toe, Israel, hier is jou God wat jou uit Egypte bevry het. Toe Aaron dit sien, het hy ook een altaar voor die kalf gebouw. Hy het aangekondig, ons hou morgen een feest vir die Heere. Van vroeg die volgende ochtend af, het hulle brandoffers en vredeoffers gebring. Die volk het geëet en gedrink, dit het later begin hand uitdruk. Die Heere het toe vir Mooses gesê, klim dadelijk van die berg af, die volk wat jy uit Egypte bevry het, is bezig om lelike dinge te doen, hulle het van die koers afgeweik wat ek vir hulle gewaas het, hulle het vir hulle een kalf gemaakt wat hulle aanbid en waarvoor hulle offer, hulle sê daarvoor, hier is jou God wat jou uit Egypte bevry het Israel, die Heere sê toe vir Mooses, ek het nou gesien dat hierdie volk hulle eie kop gaan volg, moet nie my nou keer, Laat staan my, dat ek my woede op hulle kan uithaal en hulle uitwis. Ek sal eerder van jou een groot nasie maak. Maar, Mooses het by die Heere gepleit om dit nie te doen. Hy het vir die Heere gevra, Heere, waarom sal u nou die woede uithaal op die volk wat u met groot kracht en sterk maag uit Egypte bevry het. Waarom sal u die Egyptenaars kans hier om te sê, hulle God het hulle om die bos gelei. Hy het hulle bevry, so dat hy hulle tussen die berge kon uitwis, en van die aarde af te laat verdwijn. Moet toch, asjeblief nie kwaad word nie. Sien af daarvan, en moet nie hierdie ramp oor hulle laat kom nie. Onthoud toch, dat u een ooreenkomst gesluit het met u dienaars, Abraham, Isaac en Jacob. U het vir hulle beloof, ek sal julle nageslag so baie maak soos die ster in die licht. Ek sal hierdie julle land vir julle nageslag gee, om vir altyd in te woon. Die Heere het toe afgesien van die ramp wat hy oor sy volk wil bring. When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come on, they said, make us some gods who can lead us. We don't know what happened to this fellow Moses, who brought us here from the land of Egypt. So Aaron said, Take the gold rings from the ears of your wives and sons and daughters and bring them to me. All the people took the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. Then Aaron took the gold, melted it down and molded it into the shape of a calf. When the people saw it, they exclaimed, O oh Israel, they are the gods who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Aaron saw how excited the people were, so he built an, al an altar in front of the calf. Then he announced, Tomorrow will be a festival to the Lord. The people got up early the next morning to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings. After this, they celebrated with feasting and drinking, and they indulged in pagan revelry. The Lord told Moses, Quick, go down the mountain. Your people whom you brought from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. How quickly they have turned away from the way I commanded them to live. They have melted down gold and made a calf, and they have bowed down and sacrificed to it. They are saying, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. 
Then the Lord said, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. Now leave me alone so my fierce anger can blaze against them and I will destroy them. Then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation. But Moses tried to pacify the Lord his God. O oh Lord, he said, why are you so angry with your own people whom you brought from the land of Egypt with such great power and such strong hand? Why did the Egyptians say their God rescued them with the evil intention of slaughtering them in the mountains and wiping them from the face of the earth? Turn away from your fierce anger. Change your mind about this terrible disaster you have threatened against your people. Remember your servants, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. You bound yourself with an oath to them, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven, and I will give them all of this land that I have promised to your descendants and they will possess it forever. So, the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had threatened to bring on his people. Here ends our scripture reading this morning. And thanks to God for verse 13. So the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had threatened to bring on his people. This is God's word to you and me this morning. Amen? Amen. So, there's a lot of things we can share with each other from this passage. But I just want to give us a few pointers or invitations from this scripture reading so that you and I can um, rethink it over and over again. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a narrative that we all know very well. But it's got a message that is so deep and wonderful for everybody. So what is the Boodskap wat die Heere vir jou en vir my uitnooi om vanmorgen te hoor vanuit hierdie bekende story van die gouwe kalf. Firstly, I want to tell you that I don't think the reasons why the Israelites made this golden calf was because they, they wanted to turn away from God. I don't think anybody would be that stupid to you. Nobody will purposely decide now I want to turn against God. Or maybe there will be some people, but most people. Let's talk about the average Joe, you and me. We don't get up in one morning and decide now it's a good day to turn against God. No. And it's the same with the Israelites. So what, what can we maybe share with each other were the reasons why these people turned. And maybe you and I can be gracious even towards the Israelites in our critique against them turning away from God. I think the first reason that I just want to share with you is that they were waiting and waiting but Moses was with God and Moses received the, the ten commandments the ten words of God's love and kindness God was preparing him to bring that to the people and God was also preparing him to um, build the tabernacle but they were waiting. Where is God? Where is Moses? And then 
we wait and we don't see results, we as people, and then we need something tangible. We need something we can see and touch to guide us because this was what happened to the, to the other people in the neighboring countries. They had gods that you can see and touch, that you can follow. So this was the reason. Die eerste rede dan, hoekom mense van God af wegdraai en nou iets anders soek is omdat mens waag en waag en daar kom nie antwoord. En ek seker daarvan dat dit al seker met jou en my ook baie keer gebeur. We expect God, we expect things to happen. Ons verwacht God moet kom en dan wacht ons Mooses bly net weg, die antwoord bly net weg. Ons weet nie waar is God nie, ons weet nie wat is die antwoord nie. Nou soek ons iets. En dan kyk ons rondom ons en dan sien ons wat Wat, wat die gebruik is van ander mense en so, en dan wil ons het naal. Want dit is wat hierdie mense wil doen. So we shouldn't be so harsh in our critique against the Israelites to say, oh you stupid, look at what you did. You built a golden calf, and now you want to pray to it. No. So the first reason I want to share with you that we should be very aware of is we should learn the discipline of waiting on God and His answers. And this for us moeilijk. For us as mense, ons bid en dan wil ons onmiddellike antwoord heen. En dis vir ons moeilijk om te wacht. En deel van ons geestelike groei lyk vir my is dat ons betekker maar moed kan wacht, en in hierdie wachtperiode, gee God dan vir ons, sekere geestelike geskenke. Maar as ons self gaan intree, dan, dan oortree ons nou spreekwoordelik die tweede gebod van ons maak, vir ons afbeelding van God. So that is the pitfall, we create idols not because we distrust God, but we create idols because we do not want to wait. And especially our modern people, we live in a culture of immediacy. If I've got a headache, I can immediately go and, and, and drink a headache pill and it will release my pain. We want it and we want it now. So this is one of the reasons. So we should not be so harsh in our critique against the Israelites. This is the first just invitation I give to you and me today in terms of creating things. And the, the second one is relating to this first one is then we create idols, but today not like the Israelites, physical idols like the golden calf, because what they actually wanted, they wanted the presence of God. So we should be very gracious when we read this piece and not just point fingers to them. They wanted God to lead them. That's why they say, we'll put this golden calf in front of us and that will lead us as a symbol of God. Leading us. So ons, ons soek iets. En dan skep ons in ons eie koppe afgode. Nee. En wat doen ons vandag? Wat kan een voorbeeld wees? Ek skep in my kop een idee hoe God vir my moet wees. En dan aanbid ek hierdie God, hierdie idee wat ek het. So I create an idea that I think how God should be and then I follow and I, you know, follow and pray to this idea of God. So for instance, a very, very simple example. There's more 
intricate examples in our lives, but I just want to share with you a simple one. If I have in my mind, God is like the big Father Christmas. This is the God I created in my own mind, as an example. So, what do I do? do? I go to Father Christmas. Father Christmas, please give me this and this present. Then, then the Father Christmas God must just give me stuff. So I created this ideal uh, or idol of a God who must act like a, the Father Christmas in heaven. And if I pray, give me this, he must just provide. This is a very simple example of how we create certain ideas, what we think God should be. And then we create not a physical idol like a bull, but it is an idol how we think God should be. So, if you and I do not allow God to be God as he is, and the God in, in the way he presents himself through, through the Bible, but also through our own spiritual experiences to us. And if we do not grow in our closeness to God to, to get to know him, we will always have a little bit of an an idol in our heads, how we want God to be. And that's why people argue with each other. Isn't that so? That's why in history there's been wars because people argue and they want to defend their idea what they think God is. And if you do not fit in with my idea what God is, I will fight you and I will even kill you. Because I will beat you to submission so that you can believe like I do. So on sê dit, en dat is in die verlede oorloe oor mense wat beklaai het oor die idee wat hulle van een God geskep het en dat mense nie hierdie selle idee het nie en dan beklaai hulle met mekaar. So, we can't wait, is the first reason, secondly, we create our own ideas, how we think God should be and how God should act. And then, the third reason, and that is a very important reason, we want a messenger. We, we are looking for somebody that can represent God. And therefore, we often follow gurus or clever people or whatever because we always want to follow a messenger of God. And of course, that's necessary for us to grow in our lives because there were prophets and there were priests and there were apostles and all those things in the Bible, all those people and all those gifts. But... The wonderful thing is that we have direct access to God. We don't have to go through a messenger. We already have that messenger because we learn in the New Testament that God as the Holy Spirit lives in us. And because He's in us, we we can connect with God, the true God, that's already there. We always, sometimes and often make the mistake to think, if we want to find God, God is always far and, you know, um, difficult to reach. That's not true. God created us as his children. He's living in us. He gave us messengers, yes. 
He even gave us His Son, Jesus Christ, as the ultimate messenger to show us His love and kindness and grace. But, if we connect with this God, the Holy Spirit is in us and with us. We don't have to climb mountains to find God. We don't have to, to uh, travel to the ends of the world to find God. No, God is with us. And the Israelites already knew that. I want to read you from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, where, where God tells his people exactly the same. Listen carefully. He says, this command, so what is the command? The Ten Commandments, the co command of love, of kindness, all those things, the ten words that God wants to give you and me. This command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you. And it's not beyond your reach. It's not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask, who will go up to heaven and bring me down so that I can hear and obey it? Hierdie gebod, Deuteronomium 30, het die Heere al klaar vir sy volk gesê. Deuteronomium 30 vers 11. Hierdie gebod wat ek jou vandag gee, is nie te moeilik vir jou en buiten jou bereik nie. Het is nie daar boe in die hemel dat, dat het nodig is om te vraag, wie sal vir my opgaan na die hemel toe en het afbring? zodat so ik dit kan navol en daar volgens kan leven nie. Dis ook niet te ver, ander kan die see nie, dat jij moet vragen. wie zal die see oorsteek om dit voor ons te bring, zodat so ons dit kan hoor en daar volgens kan leven. Die boodschap is na by jou. Dis op jou lippe, dis in jou hart, zodat so je jy daar volgens kan leven. No, this message is very close at hand. It is on your lips, in your heart, so that you can obey it. So, the invitation from this narrative of the golden calf is for you and me to just realize that through the Holy Spirit, God lives in us. We don't have to create idols to find God. God is here. God is close to us. He's on our lips, in our hearts. Because we know what His commands are. And then later, much later, Paul in Romans 10 he takes up the same theology as he says and then he quotes exactly this text and then he says in fact the message is very close at hand it's always on your lips and in your heart so my dearest dearest young people in the church also hear this morning we must have the discipline of waiting and be open to receive also the messages that God gives to us because He lives in us. If we confess His name and if we invite Him into our hearts, we don't have to build idols we don't have to travel far and wide to find God and His will. His will is always close to us. Therefore, the last invitation I want to share with you from this passage, and there's, there's many more messages hidden for you and me in this passage. It's just the the, the whole concept of grace. 
Die concept van Godse genade is die laatste uitnodiging wat ik via uit hierdie gedeelte wil gee. Want vers 14 is die mooiste. Die Heere besluit dan, hy sê, ek gaan nou hierdie mense vernietig, kyk wat het hulle gedoen. En wat doen Mooses dan? En Mooses praat met die Heere en hy, hy eind, eindelijk gee hy vir die Heere sy eie woorde terug. En hy sê vir God, Heere, u was dan so genadig. U het hierdie volk dier die hele woestijn geleid, uit Egypte uit, u het hulle geseen, en u was so genadig. Gaan hulle nou los? Dis nie hoe u is nie, Heere. Het u nie duidelik in die verbond gesê, u sal by hulle bly en u sal hulle nageslag so so meer maak as die sterre van die see, en die sand. So then, it's like Moses giving back God's own words to him, and giving back his own grace to him, and giving back God's own love to him. And then, God just gives in, and he says, no, I'll change my mind. I won't bring this terrible disaster over these people. I will continue to be the gracious God, the loving God, the caring God. So the invitation from this passage is that it doesn't matter what idols you and I have created. It doesn't matter where we are in our heads. It doesn't matter if we um, hate the position we're in or that we try and turn away from God. God will always be gracious because this is who God is. And if I turn inwardly and if I concentrate on His will and His kindness and His goodness, you will always receive me back. And He will correct me, and He will guide me, and He will show me the path to His kingdom and His heart and to the beauty of God. God boer met genade, het Marie Jansson een keer in a boek geskryf. Dis wat God doen. God kan niks anders wees as genade en liefdevol nie. So al het jy van hom al weggedraai, al het jy miskien, of al raak jy vanmorgen bewust ook in jou eie gemoed van die afgode wat jy van God gemaakt het. Die oortreding van die tweede gebod wat sê, jy mag nie van God een afbeelding maak. Al besef jy dit, Godse genade sal altyd groter wees as dit waarvoor ek en jy verkeerd geloof het. God sal ons altyd terug ontvang. Al het ek en jy een gouwe kalf gemaakt. Al het ons in ons koppe verkeerde idees oor God gehad. Al het ons God verweid. Al was ons kwaad vir God in die verlede. Al het ons omgedraai en weggeloop van God. Hy sal altyd sê, kom weer terug my kind. Ek kan niks anders wees as genadig en goed. This is the gracious God. So from this passage this morning comes all these invitations and maybe much more. Maybe if you read, read this passage this morning, you will find even deeper and, and, and messages that are more appropriate to your specific life. But this is the invitation. Go and read it. But please, please find the grace. Please stay with the loving God. Never try to make God a God of hatred that is not. He will stay true to himself as the gracious <coughs> and the loving God. Mag die Heere vir jou en vir my dra, 
als hij voor ons op hierdie pad moet omblij. Amen. Amen. Let us thank God for His precious word in our lives. Let us pray. Heere, dankie dat ons uit hierdie, hierdie verhaal van die gouwe kou vanmorgen net kan weet, dat wat die redes ook al is, hoekom ons miskien beelde van die vorm of verkeerde afleidings oor die maak of verkeerd oor die gedink het, dankie dat die elke keer kom en ons gedagtes niet maak en ook een correctief aanbring op ons verkeerde manier oor die dink. Dankie dat die genade altijd groter is en dat die liefde weier is als al die afgoede wat ons in ons koppe en in ons optredes van u maak. En nou vir ons vir Heere, dat u vir ons help om te kan wag, dat ons nie ongedillig sal wees soos die Israelite nie, maar in hierdie wagperiode waarin u ons vorm Heere, al is ons dan ook in die woestijn, geef ons die genade om u te bly soek, en u te vind, omdat u baie na by ons is. Dear God, thank you, that you are never far away. Thank you, that we know from this narrative of the golden calf, that you are very close to us, that you in our hearts, on our lips, that we know you better than we think we know you because we know love, we know grace, we know kindness. Thank you that you, your grace and your love always enfolds us, that we can come back to you always, that you correct us if we made you an idol. Help us to wait on you. Help us in our spiritual discipline of waiting and connecting with you. Bless us with your presence now and forever. Amen. Our closing hymn is a prayer that God will always open our eyes so that we can connect with Him. That we will not be tempted to create an idol, but that we will stay to the genuine true God. Mark my now still here. I will luister. Mark my heart up that my oor and oor you can see. Can I just interrupt quickly, please? <laughs> I know we, we, we spring this on you every year, um, but yeah. <laughs> um, let me just uh, stand away from this mic. Um, Germany Henny also doesn't know what now is all about. Um, so yeah, this is a complete surprise to him as well this morning. Um, as you know by now, the every second Sunday in the um, of October is Pastor Appreciation Sunday. And um, so this year we have again decided to just show a little small appreciation for you for what you do. Um, for who you are, and even during these COVID times, um, you adjusted brilliantly to the new way of doing things, even though it's through a camera and you don't like it, we know, um, but you still do it, and we really appreciate it. Um, we, uh, there's, there's so much we can say, but we'll stick to the short version of it. Um, so we just want to say thank you this morning. Um, we really appreciate it. We, we love you dearly, and um, we wish you all the best. And um, 
I want to ask everybody if you don't have, uh, if you're comfortable, would you please just stand and just stretch out your right hand while I read a blessing over uh, Dumne Henny. And then afterwards, uh, Andres will sing the blessing song for you. Um, but let us just read this quickly. Here is all for your kneel, om aan your harvest to skink, but you shall be scarms as a undeerdringbare heining. Here is all for your teen wordag wees, met the fullheid van sy weese, in your leven orden met volhoubare troos en voorsiening. Here is all sy volle weese verhoog en alles in plek stel, om jou volledig heel te maak en te versorg. The Lord will kneel before you, presenting gifts and will guard you with a hedge of protection. The Lord will present in your life with the wholeness of his being, bringing order, and he will give you comfort and sustenance. The Lord will lift up his wholeness of being and look up upon you, and he will set in place all you need to be whole and complete. Thank you. You may be seated again. And this is just a little something that you can use. You can do what you like to do this year. Thank you. So you can use that. And then we'll, we asked Andres to just sing you a beautiful little song. Thank you, Maud. In the day of your trouble, 
May the name of the Lord be your strong, mighty tower. May he grant you your heart's deepest dreams and desires. May he answer each time you call. May he answer each time you Dankie makere, dankie liewe gemeente dat all I can say, I'm a bit overwhelmed I can just say I receive all the blessings and I take it to heart, thank you so much huh, Nou is ek skoon deel mekaar moet ons nou die slotsang sing of nie <laughs> Andries, kan jy om nog sing? Thank you Children of God, just know that on your journey, the Lord will always be with you. He is inside of you and he will keep you and guide you and bless you. Die Heere sal jou altyd lei, vir jou vasthou, vir jou sorg, en vir jou liefies. Amen.